I can't tell you how much I am loving Insta Club Hub. I mean, seriously obsessed. And I'll tell you what I specifically love about it. First of all, all of the trainings and tips and conversations and practical learning modules are 100% important to me, valuable to me. I am learning so much. But I'll tell you what makes the learning even more fun. It's the points that I earn every time I watch another module or another snippet, another another section of the training. That is such an incentive for me. I guess that's like the gold star of, you know, for my day and the time I invested into this learning. And it just makes a huge difference. And please don't ever get rid of that. I just want to share that with your listeners. Hopefully they will be incentivized to check that out because I personally love that piece of it. Thanks for all you do. We're talking about the seven hacks that are going to 3X your engagement. Let's get into it. This is what we're covering today. Seven hacks. They are going to triple your engagement. These are really simple things. We're calling them hacks, but you know, this is stuff that you legally and we're encouraging you to do this on Instagram. Instagram wants you to do these things. So they're not like black hat. They're not like the kind of hacks that are going to get you in trouble. We're going to start by though, covering the foundation. Like these are the things that like, if you're not doing this, like none of the other stuff is really going to work very well. And then we're going to get into like specific hacks, like little things you might not always have the time to do, but if you do, it makes a huge difference. Yep. And so I wanted to start with this foundation before we even get into the quote unquote hacks, but we can go through these mom. Why don't you start with number one, the foundation well, kind of yeah. quickly go so through the first these one is just need a call to action. That's what a CTA stands for. It almost every single post that you create. And I say every, like 98% of your posts should include you telling your followers to do something, whether that is to share the post to their stories or to comment below or to be sure to like this post or be sure to follow. You've got to tell your followers to do something so you get them in the habit of doing that. Absolutely. The second thing to increase your engagement, and this is, of course, to increase your engagement on your feed posts, is to share your feed posts to your story. Now, there are some quote unquote Instagram experts out there who will tell you that you shouldn't do this, but we are big believers that you should. And I think some people say you shouldn't because I don't know, there's some studies that people don't like seeing it, but guess what? Your followers want to see your posts, right? They follow you for a reason. So you should share your post to your story to make sure that they can see it. Are there certain people that you follow who you only watch their stories unless they post up some, like they share something from their feed? Me too. Yeah. So you should always share your, or at least, you know, 99% of the time, share your feed, post your stories. Number three, quality images, quality audio, clean background. Now you don't need to use like a ring light. You don't need to use a professional microphone, but these are things you should consider right? If your audio on your reel is really, really muffled and low, people aren't going to engage with it. If you go to post a picture on Instagram, maybe it's super dark. You can't really see the person. You can't really tell what's going on. People aren't going to like it. So just stand near a window and just brighten things up a little bit, right? When things are brighter, it can actually increase your engagement by 60%. That's what we found is brighter images can get up to 60% more engagement. It's just brighter images, cleaner background. Just Like not so messy. It's stuff that people want to actually see. They want to look at it. I mean, I see things sometimes where I'm like, there's just so much going on. It's like, I can't even tell what the focal point is supposed to be. You're less likely to get people to engage. Yep. Number four, ask questions. 
So when you ask questions, you're obviously more likely to get someone actually responding. Mm -hmm. Also, do you remember like just a variety of content? If you're always posting the exact same type of content, it begins to feel like white noise. People begin to think like, have I already seen this? It's less likely to grab their attention. It's less likely to get engagement. Mm-hmm. And then number five was just uh, posting just conversation starters, just things that get people talking, things that get people responding. You know, the kinds of things that you're responding to, the things that are stopping your scroll. These are the foundation. Let's hop into the actual hacks that we're sharing today. Before we do, Brock, I just want to mention, I see a few people saying like, I do these things and I can't get engagement. You're not getting engagement with your current followers. That's number one. So you've always got to be focused on growth. Because you're, you're always losing followers. You're always losing the interest of your existing followers. So you always want to be filling the top of that funnel. That's number one. Number two is if your questions aren't, aren't working, you got to ask yourself why. So take a look at people's content who are getting a ton of, of comments and not just because they have a ton of followers, but it's getting a lot of comments. And you can do this by looking at a hashtag, looking at the top hashtag, and then look at those, the top pieces of content that are getting the most comments and notice why, like really study, why are they getting so many comments? Is it relatable? That's awesome. I think that might even be an additional hack before we even get into the seven hacks is to look at hashtags, just to repeat what you just said, mom, look at hashtags. And when you look at hashtags, you'll see that there's two sections, there's recent, and then there's top. Well, look at those top hash, those top posts and see what they're doing. What, what do those posts do that your posts don't? What do those posts have that your posts don't? Because those people aren't necessarily the people with the most followers. Those people are the people who are getting the most engagement. So what are they doing that you might be able to incorporate? Let's get into the hacks, quote unquote. And just to remind everyone what my mom said earlier, these aren't, you know, you're not hacking Instagram. These are just considered hacks because they're things that you might not think of. They're strategies that are a little bit, you know, off the beaten path. Right. Yeah. Like they're, they're not publicized. People don't realize it, but we've tested these things. And like this first one that Brock's going to share is it freaking works like a gem. You can't even imagine. Like we've given this to so many of our members and they've written into us to say like, holy cow, doubled my engagement. Totally. Totally. All right. So the first hack that we have for you is a hack related to your stories, your Instagram stories, which are important because a lot of people are only watching your stories. And a lot of people are going to buy from you because of your stories. They're going to become customers because of your stories. Your stories are very important. So this first hack is related to your stories and it's to take a stories break. And I know that sounds weird, right? That's why these are hacks. That's why these are not you might think of. Take a stories break. And here's what we mean by that. It's a three-step process. Step one is to actually take the break. Don't post any new stories for about 24 hours. It's not exact, you know, if it's 23 and a half or if it's 25 hours or if it's two days or if it's 12 hours, it doesn't have to be exact, but basically take a break. Take it, take a more than a few hour break from posting any new stories. That's step numero uno. Step number two, post a this or that style story with a pull sticker. And the reason that we recommend this style story, this kind of sticker is just because it's ones that people currently are loving engaging with. People love engaging with this kind of a story of this or that kind of story. And make sure you have the poll sticker, of course, so that people can actually vote. You can do examples that might not be necessarily related to your niche, because again, stories don't have to immediately relate to your niche. 
They can be about things that aren't necessarily related, but you can also, if you want to, if you can make a this or that story that is related to your niche, awesome. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes or no? This one's related to my niche, which is harder, picking a niche or posting multiple times a day, leg day or arm day, and just putting something up like that. So you basically just put up a story, you know, that has this kind of engagement sticker. And what happens is people start to vote because they love sharing their opinion. So people start to vote. So, and that's why it's really important that you pick if you're going to do this. And by the way, even if you don't do this, you'll still see a boost in your engagement. This just like really solidifies it. But it's really important that you just use a this or that that's so easy that everyone has an opinion, dogs or cats, mountain view or city view. Like people, like they instantly, they have an opinion. And as humans, it is human behavior. We love to press buttons. We love to vote. Yeah. And we love to press buttons. So if it's something really simple, like, I mean, I get this all the time where I will tell people, like, I'm only talking to this particular segment of my audience. So please don't vote if you haven't, for example, listened to today's podcast. People can't help but like tap a button <laughs> and yeah. then they'll send yeah. me an apology. Yeah. Taylor did one the other day that was like, she said, are jeans considered business casual? Please only answer if you know the answer. And every literally every person who saw the, the story answered. And then they'd be like, oh, I actually don't know. I was just guessing. I was just taking a guess. Like <laughs> yeah. people just love to vote and they love yeah. to engage. Again, it does not have to relate to your niche. It's just mm-hmm. something that everybody has an opinion and something that yeah. they don't have to think very long about it. Yep. And then finally, number three, you just go back to posting as normal. You continue posting a story every couple hours and using those engagement stickers to just keep the engagement up. How frequently should you do this? I wouldn't do it more than once a week. I would use it with intention. I would use it before the launch of a product. I would use it when you have a really good post that you want a lot of people to see. I would use it when you're noticing a big drop in your views and you want to spike them back up. So use it with some intention, but I wouldn't say more than once a week. Give you guys a real life example. So one of our students reached out to me and said, help, we're doing this huge, like this is our one time a year, our biggest launch. And for some reason, our engagement has tanked. We're getting like less than 10th of what we normally do on our stories. Our feed posts are like crickets. There's no comments. Like what is going on? Is Instagram penalizing us for promoting the launch? It's not that Instagram was penalizing anybody. It's that when we do promotions in our feed, not in our stories, in our feed, our followers, they just, what's in it for them? right? It feels salesy. We know it. So that first tier of followers didn't like it, didn't engage, didn't comment. So it didn't go anywhere. And that causes a drop in your stories because now your story doesn't show up at the front of the feed, right? And so they're really freaking out. So what I suggested that they do, I said, okay, I know this is really hard because you're in the middle of the launch, but trust me, stop posting the promotional stuff to your feed. Just stop. Keep doing the same kind of content you've always done. Do the promotion in your stories, but you have to take 24 hours off or you're never going to get your engagement back. And they did that. And like literally the message I got back from them was like, you saved the day. We weren't going to get any sales. It tripled their normal views and stories. It works and it works like a charm. So that's an example for me personally. I don't do this very often, but if I know I've got like a really big promotion coming up and I want everyone to see my stories, then I will take a 24 hour or sometimes a little bit less than that. I'll take that time off and you watch it explode. Mm -hmm. And the reason that this works is because there's an algorithm for your stories, just like there's an algorithm for your feed. 
And the algorithm, boil it all down, what it basically cares about, what Instagram cares about, is our attention. People's attention. Are people paying attention or not? And the best way to show Instagram that people are paying attention to your story is if they're voting. So Instagram, here's what the algorithm sees. The algorithm sees no story, no views, no engagement, right? Because you don't have any story posted, so there's no engagement. And then all of a sudden, it sees a story that's getting views and tons of votes and clicks and interactions. So Instagram's like, oh, hey, this is good. Something good's going on here. Let's show it to more people. Let's make sure everybody sees this. And so that's why the Instagram algorithm shows that particular story to more people. That's how the Instagram algorithm works for stories. And that's why hack number one is so successful. But you want to move on to hack number two? Let's do it. Looping reels. Looping reels. So this hack is basically one that is pretty self-explanatory. It's a reel that loops. And so for anyone who doesn't know, for anyone who doesn't exactly understand what that means, reels, they play on a continuous cycle. So as soon as you get to the end, it jumps back to the beginning. Well, you might've seen this before, but there's some reels that basically when it gets to the end, you don't even realize that it started over because it flows so seamlessly from the end to back to the beginning. You end up watching it like two or three times before you've even realized it. It's something that I've been experimenting with on my account recently. And on average, we're seeing about 20% more views when we have these looping reels. So without even realizing it, a lot of times you'll be watching it over and over and over again. And those additional views, those count. And what that means is you're now spending more time watching my reel without even realizing it. That's a pun. So just to answer people that everyone's saying like, how do you do this? How do you do this? How do you make it loop? It's not that you're making it loop. What you're doing is you're starting your video and the end of your video Instagram loops your reels anyways, or they just plays them over and over and over again. But most people, they can tell that's the end of it and they swipe up to the next one. If you've scripted your reel in such a way that people don't know it's the end, then they just keep watching until it finally dawns on them like, oh, I've already heard this like five times. <laughs> I've just watched those five times. So it's yeah. not that you're tricking the system. All reels loop. It's just most people can tell it's the end of the loop or end of the reel and they go to the next reel. Mm -hmm. So there's two real ways to do this. There's an easy way and a hard way. And then the hard way, I'll describe it as basically it involves editing. That's what makes the hard way the hard way is it involves some fancy editing. It involves recording the reel ahead of time, but this is the easy way. It's as simple as starting the reel with whatever it is you're about to talk about. So the example we give here is how to dot, dot, dot. So let's say how to stretch your hamstrings, how to bake with an easy oven, how to organize your closet after the holidays. So how to, and then whatever it is you're about to share. And then all you have to do is make the last clip of your reel say, and that's because what will happen is I'll say how to increase your engagement. Tip number one, tip number two, and that's how to increase your engagement. So it loops. Very simple. The easiest way to do this, of course, is to script it out ahead of time. Start by saying how to, and then whatever it is you're going to tell, and then just end it with, and that's, I think that's the easiest way to- You could end it with, and that's, or, and this, Mm -hmm. and this. Mm -hmm. So it's anything that goes into how to, you could say, I want to show you. So anything that you would put before the phrase how to. Yeah. 
And or let me show the you. the simplest, easiest way. And we really just want to encourage you to just get started with this because reels, I understand for so many of you, reels are a challenge. Reels are difficult. Reels are, are uh, anxiety producing, right? And that's how you get better. You just keep taking things up a notch. The first reel you ever make is not going to be amazing. If you've never posted a reel before, starting out with a transition, like a looping one, it's going to be tough. So just start by posting reels. And then once you got those figured out, if you're noticing that your reels engagement is going down, well then try this hack. Try creating a looping reel by simply ending your clip, your last video by saying, and that's, or let me show you. And it will mm-hmm. start over. Mm-hmm. And another example, so you can picture this, someone said, how would I do this for my retail store? The same way. You just have to be creative. Like what would you normally show? And let's say, for example, if you have a retail store that sells physical items, you could say, you could start off your reel by saying, my top holiday gift guide, number one, number two, number three. And then you end it by saying, let me show you. And then it loops back to my top holiday gift guide. So it's just mm-hmm. whatever your reel is, whatever your industry, whatever it is you're teaching, whatever it is you're sharing, think about, okay, how am I going to start my video? And what could I say at the end? that could seamlessly wrap around to the how the way I started the reel. Mm-hmm. Any industry you can use this. Perfect. All right, let's move on to hack number three. Hack number three is to like comments later. Mm-hmm. Liking comments later means when you make a post on Instagram and people comment, you can like their comment. There's a little tiny heart next to their comments and it's called liking the comments. It's really tiny, but there's these little hearts next to the person's comment. You can either tap that little heart, tap right on it, or if you want to, you can just double tap right on the person's actual text as if you were liking a photo. So liking people's comments is something you can do. So if you didn't know at all, you can do that. You can just like their comments, but here's the hack. The hack is to like the comments on your previous post right after posting a new one. And mom, I'll let you kind of explain that a little bit more. Okay. So when I make a post, I'm going to immediately start engaging with comments. So I'm going to reply to people's comments immediately, but I don't tap the like or the heart on their comment that day. I will wait until the next day when I'm, or whatever, the next time I'm about to make a post, then I'll go back into my previous post and I will start just quickly tapping the like button on each and every person who made a comment. And what that does is it sends a notification to people, right? Now, if they're not on at that exact time, it doesn't work as well, but people will see, oh, wait, Shalene or whoever just liked my comment and it draws attention back to your most recent content. So it's just a way of saying like top of mind, what's the phrase? Out of, out of sight, sight, out of mind, yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. So when people are seeing your name and that you've recently liked their comment, they're thinking about you and they often will go and look at your account. Mm-hmm. And so it just brings them back, right? It alerts the people who are already most engaged. The people who are already commenting on your previous post, they probably want to see this post as well. They're probably the most engaged people. And so by giving that little like, it just brings them back to Instagram. They get a little notification and they're more likely to check out your newest post. With all these tips, you don't have to do them every single time, right? Mm. Like I don't do this every single time, especially 
this is when I will use it, Brock. I don't know when you do it, but if I notice, like, I have a post that's just not taking off the way I want it to, then I'm going to go back to a couple of my previous posts and just start liking comments to kind of say, like, hello, everybody, don't forget, I've, I've posted something, I want you to take a look at it. So I don't use yeah. it all the time. It just, it really depends on, you know, what is your goal? What is your intention? Yeah. And so for people asking, do we do this before or after? You do it right after you made your new post. So I made a post on Monday. I let everyone comment. I interacted in the comments. We had conversations. We made some relationships, yada, yada, yada. Then on Tuesday, I made a second post. And right after I posted that on Tuesday, I went back to my Monday post and I liked all of the comments. I double tapped or I pressed the little heart button on all of the comments to bring them back right after I made my Tuesday post. It's a great hack. And yeah, same as you, mom. I don't use it all the time. Just like, I think that's a good thing that we should say with all of these hacks. There are things that you shouldn't use every single post. There are things you shouldn't do every single time because the more you do them, the less effective they're probably going to be, the less impact they're going to have, right? Because it's going to be less of a spike. It's going to be less special, less new for your audience. Instagram is its own beast. It is so huge. It's like five platforms in one. How do we take a platform that changes almost every week and help people, the answer is we need to create a membership site. And that's exactly what we did. We created a club, a membership portal, a place for people like you who want to know just specifically about Instagram. Maybe you showed up on the platform a little after everybody else did and you feel so behind the eight ball. Or maybe you love Instagram, it's your jam, but you just don't have the time to read the case studies and to constantly be figuring out how the algorithm is changing. Like you literally need someone to do all of that research for you. You need a place where you can log in, you can type your query and a tutorial that has been filmed within the last couple of weeks pops up that teaches you exactly how to do it. Brock and I will be going live inside the Insta Club Hub. This is a membership site that is going to blow your mind if you're trying to reach more people, the right kind of people, like real, live, targeted followers, the kind of people who want to do business with you, and you want to do that on Instagram. You want to take advantage of the Instagram algorithm. Insta Club Hub is for you, and you're going to be blown away. To learn more, go to instaclubhub.com. That's Insta club hub hub.com and of course there's a clickable link in our show notes to make it really simple for you let's move on to hack number four which is to not always put the call to action in your caption Mm -hmm. but instead Mm -hmm. to put it in your content yeah so ctas again calls to action which are just telling people what to do Right. And typically, a lot of times people put them in the caption or they put it at the bottom of the caption, which is buried away. I polled our Insta Club Hub audience recently. 41% of people either never or rarely read the whole caption. So if you're putting your call to action at the bottom of the caption, 41% of people are never or rarely going to see it. Right. So rather than putting your call to action in the caption at all, put it in the actual content, put it in the actual carousel, put it in the actual reel, put it in the content, share this with your friends or tag them in this post. And from that call to action in the reel, I saw a 400% increase in shares 
compared to my normal reels. 400% increase. Mm -hmm. The reason why this is, is because a very large percentage of us are no longer reading captions. We're just not. If the content can't speak to us in and of itself without the context of the caption, most people aren't even reading the caption anymore. So it's Mm -hmm. a really good idea to maybe include it both places. That's number one. And here's a bonus tip. You can also practice putting your CTA as the first thing people read in your caption, as opposed to long, 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 long paragraph call to action at the bottom. Just play with it. You guys figure out, again, these are our, we're sharing best practices, but you just never know when you're going to stumble upon something that really, really works for you better even than what we've shared with you. Hack number five, repost content that already has high engagement. Repost content that already has high engagement. Mom, do you want to tell them what the heck this means and how beneficial this is? Okay. So first of all, this can pertain to your own content or for those of you who are really getting good at finding other people's content that they've created, viral content, right? That is already proven to do well, you can look at those pieces of content and go like, wow, okay, like right now my engagement's really low, but I noticed when this person posted this piece of content and it relates to my niche, that they got a ton of engagement. And so you can use that as a way to spike your own engagement by sharing their content, of course, giving them credit as we always recommend that you do. Or you can look at your insights. You just look at what you've posted in the past. There's probably been a post that went crazy in terms of comments and engagement, and it surprised you. Post it again, because even if you feel like everyone saw it, they didn't. Statistically speaking, it is something like less than 7% of your audience probably saw that piece of content. So post it again. Step number one, go to the insights on your Instagram profile. Just go to your profile and then tap on the three little bars up in the upper right, you know, where those buttons are and just tap insights. Some people can even see the insights button right from their profile. They don't even have to tap on those three bars. So just tap right on those three bars and then tap insights. Okay. Then what we're going to do is it will open your full insight, but basically you'll just tap on the button that says posts because that's what we're talking about is the insights for your post. So you'll tap on posts and then you'll sort it based off of shares. There's three categories you can sort. You can sort reels, carousels, pictures. You can sort videos, how, whatever kind of content, but I like to keep it any. So it's any of my best content. And then I'll set my time frame as the last year or the last two years. I'll just make it nice and broad. I and don't then know. Can you even look at the last by- two years, Brock? I don't think you can. They can only do like I think two years year. is the maximum. Oh. Two years is the max that allow you to go. Yeah. But when you do go to two years, it starts to get a little glitchy. It's not mm. super accurate. But I just like to do the last year and then I'll just sort it by shares or I'll sort it by saves because those are the two kinds of engagement that I value the most is shares and saves. But you could also do likes. If you're running low on likes, you could do comments, you could do follows, you can sort it by whatever kind of engagement you want. Then, You just look at the posts that are near the top, right? The posts that are near the best, your best performing posts. And you find one that was posted more than six weeks ago, roughly. Doesn't have to be exactly, it doesn't have to be, you know, five and a half weeks ago. That's fine. Just find a post that you posted about two months ago that did really well. Okay. Then step four, save it to your camera roll. 
if it's not already, it should be already because you should save all of your content to your camera roll or to the cloud. You should have access to all of your content. You're a business owner. Let's not be cheap. Let's invest in the unlimited cloud storage so that we can keep all of our content quick and ready to go. But anyways, save the post to your camera roll. If it's a carousel or a single image, you don't need a special app. Just take a screenshot. If it's a reel, you can use this website right here called instafinsta.com. That's a website I've found that you can use to download your reels if they're not already saved to your camera roll. And then finally, just post it again, post again. So basically you're just finding your top content, you're saving it and you're posting it again. Mom, I have a couple of questions that I know we're going to get. So I'm going to ask them to you and let you answer. Okay. Um, what about my caption? What should I do about my caption? When you're reposting? If you're posting it again, yeah. Yeah, you can use the same caption or you can tweak it slightly. But just remember, if it got you a lot of engagement the first time, I wouldn't mess with it too much. Yeah. Well, what about hashtags? Should I use the same ones, different ones? What should I do about hashtags? It depends, right? So if things have changed, then you might want to use different hashtags. Like obviously the hashtag strategy has changed. But again, if it worked before, it's probably going to work again. Absolutely. Mom, do I need to tell everyone that it's a repost? <laughs> no. If it's your own, no, you don't need to credit yourself with posting in the past. You don't need to tell everyone else. Sometimes this Mm. is kind of a a version of reposting. I'll take a look at a post and I'm like, wow, this got a ton of engagement. And I know why. It was because of the cover image. I used a really good CTA. But I can just do a little variation on this and use the same kind of strategy type of content, et cetera. And I bet it will do as well. And it usually does. So sometimes you can use your best engaging content to inspire a piece of new content. This works because it worked the first time. The post did well the first time. So it's most likely going to do well the second time. No one's going to remember, right? We all say that, that no one sees our posts, right? Not enough people are seeing our posts. So a small fraction of your audience even saw it the first time you posted it. And I promise you, no one's going to remember it. At most, one or two people might remember it. Congratulations to them and their amazing photographic memory, but they're not going to remember and they're definitely not going to comment. And if they do, cool, that's great. But 99.99% of people, they're not going to remember. They're not even going to know that you have posted this before. So go back, take your best posts. Mm -hmm. And then when you share someone else's content, do you need to share their same caption or their same hashtags? No, but you do need to give them credit for the original content. However, there may be an instance where you're sharing someone else's and you actually, like the caption was just as phenomenal as the post. So you may want to start it off by saying, inspired by or thanks to so-and-so from this amazing comment or amazing caption. So again, it really just depends. But mm-hmm. you're trying to attract, likely, a different mm-hmm. avatar. So you yeah. want to come up with your own hashtag strategy and you also 90% of the time want to come up with your own caption. Absolutely. All right. Hack number six out of seven is to break news. And now again, this is a hack. This is something that you're not going to be able to do every day, nor should you probably try to do it every day unless you're a news outlet. But what, from what I've found, and mom, I'm sure you would relate to this. I haven't looked at your insights recently. When you're able to shed light on something, you're able to bring something to people's attention that they might not know about before. And I want you to listen as we're speaking right now, because when you hear break news, you're like, oh, well, do I have to like report on crime in my neighborhood? 
Do I have to like do some detective work and find some special story? No, but just dispel a myth. Maybe you're going to share some info that other people don't know about. Maybe you're going to find a trending topic on Twitter, like when Instagram crashed and you're going to report on it in some way. There's something related to your niche that's in the news right now. You can comment on it. So here's some ideas of ways to find those things. Trending topics on Twitter, headlines from the news. And again, remember, these should be related to your niche. So if LeBron James buys a bunch of cryptocurrency, that might not relate to your niche. That might not be something you need to make a post about. But maybe you are in the world of crypto, or maybe you're like me and you're in the world of Instagram growth. And so when Instagram shuts down for the day, or when Instagram changes its name to Meta, these things are in the news. When Instagram releases a new feature, these things are changing, they're trending, they're in the news. There's myths to dispel. So when you can break news, it can oftentimes grab people's attention and really increase engagement. I also love, Brock, that you just said dispel a myth because Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not breaking news. It's something that people just aren't aware of. So for example, with, you know, my recent situation with the plastic surgeon, so much of what I've been sharing on my carousels, people are like, I had no idea. It's not breaking news, but it's something I've uncovered. So here's how you can apply this in your own life. Whenever you learn something, you're like, are you kidding me? I didn't know that. For example, when I discovered, when I was writing my book, The One Through One Method, when I discovered that domestic here in the United States, alcohol companies are not required to tell you what's in the bottle. They can put arsenic in the bottle. They can put every type of preservative, sulfate, chemical they want. All they have to do is list the proof. That's it. So you don't actually know what it is you're drinking or why you have a massive, disgusting hangover and feel like you've been poisoned the next day, which some of us do. And when I discovered that, that wasn't breaking news, but I was like, if I'm just discovering this, then other people don't know this too. And that's an example of something that related to your niche, you can do that on your source. And then people have, especially if they're following you for that particular reason or problem or subject matter, there's a very high likelihood. It makes them look good to be in the know. So they'll share that information. Now you see, we all saw a lot of this when it came to like COVID and mask wearing and, you know, then it kind of became a political thing, but there are things related to your industry, your niche, your area of expertise that you discovered. And you were like, what? I had no idea. That's not breaking news but it's shocking news and people want to be in the know and people are very likely to share that content. And that helps you get new followers. Yeah. Here's my personal case study, my personal example of this. Last year, right before the election, Instagram, I don't know if anyone remembers this, they turned off all the hashtags on Instagram. Any hashtag, whether it was political or not, they turned them all off. They just turned them off. They were like, there's too much misinformation. That's right. Turning them off. You can have whatever political stance you want about that decision. I made a post that was not making any stance. I was literally just saying it's bright red and it says, attention. Oh yeah. Instagram has stopped all hashtags until after the U.S. election. Very simple post. And I'm going to be honest with you. I made this post on Instagram stories. I made this right on Instagram stories and I just saved it to my phone. I posted this. It got, let me preface by saying I had about 50,000 followers at the time. 50,000 followers. This post 
got seen by 300,000 people and it got 47,000 shares. I had 50,000 followers and this post got four. To this day, it's still my number one post of all time that wasn't a reel. And it's over a year later. And that's because that was news. It was breaking news. And you're not always going to be on like the cutting edge, the New York Times, like right in the moment it happens. You can dispel a myth. Like my mom said, you can talk about something that a lot of people don't understand. Talk about a misconception. You can, you know, if there's a change in your industry or there is some drama or some news to report on, it's a really great way to get people's attention. Do you need to provide a source? And and that depends. That's up to you. For me personally, I'm usually, not always, I'm usually not going to include a source because I know there's going to be that person that says, what's your source? And that to me is a comment and engagement. And it's an opportunity for me to have a conversation with them and say, my source is this. So I have a source. I don't always list the source in the post itself, but I'm quick to respond with it in the comments that are going back and forth, the conversations, I should say, underneath that post. Awesome. Last hack, hack number seven of seven. And this is the kind of content that you're posting. This is a specific kind of post. I'm sure you've seen it. It's a kind of post that just time and time again, in every industry, it does well. People like it. People engage with it. This kind of content. It is graphs and tweets. People love looking at graphs, even if they have no idea what they mean. I mean, think about like, you know, mid 2020, I swear, the news, the TV was nothing but graphs. No one had any clue what was going on, but we loved looking at graphs, right? People love graphs, number one, and tweets. I don't know why tweets. I think because they're short, they're punchy, we think that they're trendy or they're like in the moment, right? Tweets, screenshots from Twitter or text posts that look like tweets. Mom, you do these a lot. Yeah, that's right, what I do. So I, I create these, in, again, you can create these in Canva. So I already have a template for it. So th- this is like, the easiest way for me to create a piece of content. These do really, really well for me. And so here's my inspiration for this. I'll read someone else's funny tweet like this, right? Not tweet. It looks like a tweet. I see it on Instagram. I'll read it and I'm like, that is so funny. And then I just tweak it a little bit to be about like my life. So, you know, I'm using somebody else's comedy as inspo, but then inserting stuff that relates to me, whether it's ADHD and minimalism or my shopping habits, et cetera. Awesome. And so again, some people are like, I don't have Twitter. You don't have to well, have Twitter. You could either, yeah, you don't have to have Twitter. You, you could make it on Canva very easily. It's very, very simple and easy to make. All it takes is some text, your little profile picture and your username. That's, that's mm-hmm. all it really takes to make it look like a tweet. It doesn't need to be fancy. Or you could just download Twitter and create an account just for tweeting, just for tweeting to make Instagram posts. I do it all the time. I don't use my Twitter. I used my Twitter when I was a college athlete. It's basic. It's simple. It's easy. It's direct. And I think that's why it works. I think that's why it works. It's direct. People, when they see screenshots of tweets, they think that, you know, it's going to be something newsworthy or something important or funny or something, you know, whatever. So I think that's why they work. Yeah. I follow a bunch of accounts like, and I literally look at them every day because they share other people's screenshots like this and it's all just straight comedy. Like there's one, I'll have to look up the name of it, but it's basically for single girls. Not that I'm a single girl, but there's some really funny stuff in there. And I I look at that account almost every day because it gives me inspo for my own comedy, if that makes Mm. sense. Yeah, totally. It's called Girly Zar, Z-A-R. That's the account that I follow. Girly Zar has 3 million 
3 million followers, and it's all, do you hear me? All shared content. Love it. Any last words, Brock Johnson? Thanks for having me. It was fun being here. No, I'm glad to have you. It was fun talking to my mom. I I appreciate you taking this time. You're welcome. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. It is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. We out. Peace. If you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and following along. Build Your Tribe is available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and most every podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a five-star review and tell us specifically what you enjoyed. We'd love to know. Build Your Tribe is released every Tuesday and Thursday. For Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, be sure to follow and subscribe to Shalene's other podcast, The Shalene Show. It's about living your best life, improving all areas like mindset, habits, relationships, nutrition, ADHD, fitness, self-care, sleep, and so much more. Links to anything referenced in today's episode, as well as show sponsors and other podcasts, can be found below in our show notes.